This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success. And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Wednesday, May 6, 2020. And as we start the program today, I can say that there is some good news out there. Then there's also bad news. <laughs> but but there's some good news. You know, the bad news is 30 million unemployed people in the U.S. That's pretty bad. That's bad. But the good news is some states are starting to reopening. I noticed that uh, here in Southern California, the governor is reopening some of the beaches. You still can't lay on the beach, but you can at least walk on the beach and, you know, fish and I mean, before they wouldn't let you near the parking lot on the beach. It was ridiculous. But now they at least uh, they let the bikers ride down the coast on the bike path on the, along the beach here in southern Orange County anyway. But also, we're starting to see economic activity come back. That really is the good news. Hopefully, it'll accelerate. And hopefully, accelerate without anybody getting sick. But people are going to get sick. It's, it, there's no way that this is just going to go away. It won't. The flu doesn't go away every year, so this won't go away either. Now, it may burn itself off like the SARS did. Do you know that we never got a, uh, for the SARS pen, uh, academic, uh, was that a pandemic too? I'm not sure. But the, for the SARS, uh, we never got a uh, vaccine. It just burned itself out. Did you know that? I mean, it's kind of strange, but that's what happened. Anyway, so that's what we're dealing with. We all know it. Uh, we're all trying to do our best to try to stay healthy, and I know you are. And so the, that's what we're going to do. And the market's going to be continued to be volatile. It's just going to continue. Don't expect it to stop. It wasn't going to stop anyway because it's an election year, and usually the market gets more volatile than an election year. And so maybe not this volatile, but more volatile. So we still have to deal with that as well. Now, for you investors, for us investors, we're we're focused on the stock market, and our 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 goal is financial freedom. So we have to be you know we have to be very careful of of what's happening in the marketplace because it certainly isn't the stock prices aren't going up because the and the economic news is good or bad. Because, you know, the news has been bad, period. So the market's been going up, but news is bad. Remember, the stock participants, investors, we look forward. You always look forward. And right now, the investors are thinking things are going to get better. Or else the stock market wouldn't be moving up as much. But, there's a big but in there, everybody. I don't think we're done with our down volatility. I really don't. So, be very careful. That's what we're here for. Maybe I can help you with that carefulness with answering your questions. So give me a call. We'll develop some strategies to help deal with the volatility, you know, and then, you know, we'll try to invest our money in those places that will probably work best. So, but for me to help you, you have to call. Our number is 888-99-CHART, 888-99-CHART. I'm Steve Peasley, and I hope you can call me today because you drive the show. This is Invest Talk the radio program, and podcast. And I can help you become a better investor. So one way Justin and I do that is, you know, we, 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 we implement a philosophy of thinking independently. And then we want to share all our independent thinking with you. 
We don't have a problem. I want to help you become a better investor. It, you know, I, don't don't get me wrong. This is this radio show and podcast is another way I get as a, is the way I get clients. But if you have the interest, the desire, the time, the data, do it yourself. You can do it yourself. It's not rocket science. It just takes a lot of work. So that's what we help, and we'll give you unbiased guidance any way we can. We really will. Now, I'm ready to take your calls, 888-99-CHART. Now, during the COVID-19 stay-at-home situation, Justin and I can't go anywhere. We, you know, I suppose we could, but we don't think it's a wise thing to force you out of your home or your comfort zone and come to an office and I, we meet you there. It's just not a good thing yet. We will, do, we will pick these in-person uh, appointments up again. We will, hopefully before the end of the year. I'm pretty sure it will be. But right now... We have to do everything via Skype, telephone, uh, emails back and forth. We, we can still look, I can still look at your portfolios. Be happy to do it. And I'll give you my opinion on them. So, you know, if you have that interest, go to investtalk.com, uh, send me an email, contact us. There's a button there that says contact us. It's over everywhere. Or, you know, call our KPP offices in Irvine, KPP Financial in Irvine, California. And, you know, again, you can go to vesttalk.com. My main talking point today concerns a story that a firm that uses a method known as uniform accounting to better compare financial reports has identified nine public companies that may be forced to cut their dividends. Now, this is their prediction. Is it going to be accurate? Who knows? But they have logical reasons. And we'll go over the nine companies real fast. We will. So which companies are they? That's what we'll talk about. Okay. Also, I want to discuss um, Duke University Professor Harvey uh, uh, predict, who predicted a recession in 2020 and 21. I did too, by the way. You know I did if you listen to it. But then I thought, might be pushed back to 2021. Then, of course, the, <laughs> the virus hit. But he he was he has a prediction on the recession, what kind of shape it's going to take, and I want to talk about that. Pfizer has human trials going. Yeah, started yesterday for a vaccine. Did you read about that? And half half of all Americans, half of you out there, canceled your vacation plans. Half. I'm surprised it's not more. I really am. So what kind of effect will that have? You're going to be able to get them back? How much money does it cost? Those those are the things we'll talk about. But, of course, you drive the show. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. And so first we're going to go up. Uh, By the way, the market was mixed. The Dow was down 218. So you would think, oh, it's a down day. Dow was down 218. But the Nasdaq was up 45. And the S&P down 20. The broader market was down. Okay, let's go take the first call of the day. Let's talk to Gene in North Carolina. Wants to talk about corporate bonds. Gene. Thanks for taking my call, Steve. Yeah, You're so welcome. when this COVID-19 started and everyone was selling off stocks in mid-March and going into, um, going into treasuries, they were yes. also, I believe, selling off everything else, including corporate, they did. individual corporate bonds. They did. So. Yeah, and I was wondering. This is all in hindsight, of course. So, at that point, maybe for a cup, maybe lasting a couple of days or half a week, was there actually a good entry point to buy 
investment-grade corporate bonds at a very low price with a high effective yield, maybe a yield that was effective maybe of over 4%? Yes. We noticed that, and we bought a number of them. And they were hard to buy, by the way, because they were being snapped up, Gene. Everybody, we're not the only ones who are thinking about it. You know, we have a ball bond program and then another program that's half bonds, half dividend paying stocks. So we were on the lookout for those high dividend, solid blue chip type companies that didn't have too much debt that would right, pay. Not, you not know, junk bonds, right? Not junk. No, no, no. Quality bonds. We only, I only do right. quality. Um, and we were on the lookout and we said, okay, here's one. Here's one that came on the market and within an hour it'd be gone. So you had to be really quick. And now. <laughs> 30 days later, most of those bonds have come back 50% or more, the ones that got hit. That's great. So, so this is all so, hindsight, of course, but yeah. when you were looking at those buying those bonds at a time, how far out in the maturity yield, uh, maturity years would you, would, have, would you be interested in? I, I was going out two to five years. I, was, okay. I had a pretty broad, because I, I knew there wouldn't be too many of them, and you had to be pretty darn quick. You know, and, you know, I need to buy for all my clients, myself included. So, you know, the opportunities weren't a lot. Then you had to be pretty nimble to get them. But, yeah, uh, when that happens again, when people panic like they did, they're selling quality stuff. They're, they even sold gold. You know, here we are. You know, if you take a look at a chart of gold and see what the price did during that March period, boy, that was a great time to pick up some gold. But everybody was afraid of everything, Right. And see, this is this is what you got to remember, Gene. Happens again, and it may happen again shortly. Who knows? Look out! Look out for buying things that are that are totally ridiculously sold. Like, why would you sell gold when you're worried? You know that that kind of thing, or good quality bonds. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and yes, we have installed new audio processing equipment. Yay! It sounds much better, much clearer. I'm glad. I, well, thank you for being patient with me, everybody. But it wasn't my fault. We tried everything under the sun. We really did. But I guess since I'm doing the show, I guess it is my fault. So, but Justin and I really thank you for your loyalty about that. And now I'm here ready to provide unbiased answers to your financial investment questions. You know the number, 888-99-CHART. Now that this coronavirus scare has shut down all the gymnasiums, my wife has had to go and start running again. That's her normal workout now, and all of a sudden her knees became inflamed, creating lots of pain. Obviously, she's looking for relief and started applying Qantas muscle rub multiple times per day, three times a day. She told me it helps reduce her soreness and discomfort. Now, if you listen to our podcast, you know I'm skeptical about many of these kind of products. I'm here to tell you from personal experience, this brand is believable. Quanta is a publicly traded applied science company. They make health and wellness products utilizing patented technology and makes them up to five times more efficient. Their flagship product is an all-natural muscle rub that alleviates aches and pains because it directly reduces inflammation. We have teamed up to help listeners to invest talk. So for a limited time, you can save 20% off of all Qantas health wellness products by using the coupon code INVEST, that's I-N-V-E-S-T, on their website. Their website is buyquanta.com. That's B-U-Y-Q-U-A-N-T-A dot com. You are listening to Invest Talk. 
Some states are beginning to open up county by county, city by city. But it's slow going and the stock market is still facing volatility. So you've got finance and investment questions and Steve Beasley is here now ready to take your calls live. Call Steve, 888-99-CHART. I bought BBAR and BMA. How do you think those stocks will be doing in five to 10 years in the Argentina stock market in general? Thank you. Uh, BMA uh, is a bank, if I remember right. Yeah, Banco, let's see. Archie Bank operating through 445 branches in Buenos Aires and four other provinces in Argentina. Uh, they make really good money. The PE is very, very low. I mean, they're going to make $9.23 this year. They're going to supposedly make $10.28 next year. They're 28 cents next year. Pay 13.3% dividend. The stock is $16. So you're looking at what? Two PE? Your return equity is 55. This has all great numbers. So then why did it fall from 70 in last August all the way down to 16 now? During the 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 virus when it came here in the United States, it fell from 29 down to 15. Today it's 16.38. Something's wrong with this, and I wouldn't be a buyer of it. When there's too good to be true, there is too good to be true. You don't know why, you may not know why, but I can make some guesses about Argentina. You know, politics being the main thing. Maybe they didn't have any guy hit with the COVID virus yet. Uh, maybe, you know, that kind of thing. That's And the other one um, is also a bank, BBAR. Uh, so, same thing. So, I, I, would be, I would stay away from both of them, personally. They're too cheap. Something's wrong. I'd, I'd have to really do some research before I would consider buying these stocks. And do the research on the government and what's going on in Argentina. What's the politics like? Because it's not like the U.S. where you say, oh, I'll buy this public company and, you know, everything. It's a bank and it's cheap. Yeah, it's not the U.S. They don't have the same rules, regulations, and oversight as we have here. And even when we have our own oversight, you see how often it can be bad. Think about their, what happened in the... Um, Financial crisis. So our oversight, which is the best in the world, is still got holes in it. So just be very, very careful out there. Okay, the impact of our economic shutdown is traumatic and it's spreading and it's going to last a while. We haven't seen the worst numbers. Disney, have you seen their sales drop at 58% year over year? That's because they closed down all their parks. They had three business units. They're, they're, they're Disneyland parks, their uh, movies, and then their TV operation. Only one's working. The rest are shut down. Tough, tough situation for Disney. When will the theme parks open up? Well, we know that one in China is opening up, back up. This is Talk, everybody. Streaming live Monday through Friday at the 4 o'clock hour Pacific time. Available for free download as a condensed podcast. You can browse by topic at investtalk.com, and you can also download, review, and rate on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes. And now I'm taking your financial investment questions live, 888-99-CHART.
Your typical workday can be very busy. Assignments, appointments, responsibilities, obligations. Sometimes you start early and end late. For that reason alone, you may already be looking to the future, to a period when your money, your accumulated assets are working for you and ultimately creating financial freedom. There are many voices suggesting financial planning services, but there's one company, one firm that offers a balanced variety of strategically designed investment plans. One firm that applies decades of experience to enable a client personalized collaboration. One firm that can show you how to optimize an investment portfolio that fits your lifestyle objectives and risk tolerance limitations. One firm that speaks with a clear, logical, and unbiased voice. Start with a contact call to KPP Financial or visit kppfinancial.com. Get ready for a powerful performance. This is the 2020 Nissan Altima, and this is Nissan's first production variable compression turbo engine. Hurry into your local Nissan store and shop choosenissan.com today. You know how it is. You want them to unplug. Time's up! And then they wait for it. I'll be off in a sec. That's why I got Circle. With Circle, I can manage all our connected devices from one app. Now, I can literally pause the internet with a tap. Circle even works at home and on the go, so parenting is just a little less crazy. Filter content, set time limits, every device, anywhere. Get started at meetcircle.com. Sing along if you know this song. Old Spice Volcano deodorant is at your nearest Costco. It's low residue and has real charcoal. That wasn't really a song and not much rhymes with charcoal. Nope. We can show our home love in all kinds of ways. Like extending our dining tables when we invite friends and family over. Or rearranging the living room for an impromptu movie night. At Ashley Home Store, we want to inspire a deeper love for your home and everything inside it. That's why we design all of our products with the same love and care that you put into making your home your own. There's no limit to what you and Ashley Home Store can do together. Shop and save today at Ashley Home Store. This is home. At Progressive Commercial, we know truckers are always on a tight schedule and can't afford downtime. Like Bobby, who likes to keep things moving. I take my coffee black because cream is just a big old time suck. With Smart Hall, we don't waste time either. Just share your ELD data with us and you could save an average of $1,290 without ever slowing down. I like to think of myself as my own personal pit crew. I shave seven seconds off my sock time just by going to anklets. Quick and easy savings at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates not available in all states. You are listening to Invest Talk. The COVID-19 pandemic has turned everything upside down. But are we now seeing some light at the end of the tunnel? You've got finance and investment questions. Steve Peasley and Justin Klein have answers. Call Invest Talk 888-99 Chart. 888-992-4278. We're going to talk to uh, Mike. In Hercules, where's Hercules? What state? Is that California? Uh, that is California. It's about uh, 15 minutes uh, north of Berkeley. Ah, okay. No, nah, okay. I know where that is. Okay. I didn't. I never heard of that city. Right there in the water. Okay. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. Do you want to talk about Rep- Rep- Repligen Corporation? 
yes, they just had their earnings report today, and it was uh, it was a good one. And then I had a twofer, if I could, on Coupa Software, C O U P. Okay, do you want to on Replogen? Do you want to buy, sell it? Do you already own it? Uh, I I already own it. Have a pretty sizable position. Okay, well it was up. Everybody for everybody else it was up eight point nine percent, ten dollars to one hundred twenty four dollars today. Develops consumable bioprocessing products for life science companies. Uh, its earnings are looking really good. Sales are pretty strong. It's got it's it looks like a pretty strong company. It's expensive. But I'll tell you this, everybody out there, you're probably going to have to pay for the good, strong, growing companies. You're going to have to pay up for them, pay up for them. Relative strength with the S&P 5, you're going to have to pay up for it. And I wouldn't want to get the relatively weak stocks. I'd rather see the relatively strength stocks, strong stocks at this point, because we've already had a nice run up. So I like I like Replogen. I think you just stick with it. As long as it's running up, you stick with it. So I kind of like that one. Mike, uh, give me a call another day. I'll, I'll pick another stock for you. Appreciate that. My main talking point today concerns this story. A firm that uses a method known as uniform accounting to better compare financial report has identified nine public companies that they think could be forced to cut their dividends. And they also mentioned why, why they might be, you know, forced. The nine companies real fast are uh, Deer, General Mills, General Dynamics, ConAgra, Newell Brands, Kraft Heinz, Kellogg, Campbell Soup, and Sealed Air. And most of the reasons why they're warning of these things is because of debt. Now, remember, we've been talking about stay away from companies with a lot of debt. Replogen, the one that uh, Mike just brought up, has hardly any debt. Stay away from companies that have lots of debt because their earnings are getting crushed. And even though they could have paid for their debt pretty easily, now it's going to be much difficult, much more difficult, right? Because their quarterly earnings are going to be tough. So they're going to have to either refinance, they're going to do something or cut dividends to pay pay for the debt, the debt they'd loaded on. And remember, the debt before was easy. Now it's maybe not so easy to pay for. And see, even though money is really, really cheap all these past years, and corporations are borrowing money and borrowing money because the money was cheap, eventually it stops being cheap because something happens. Interest rates rise, and I think that's going to happen down the road, or business, the business environment in a recession or in a really deep one, right? They can't pay the debt. They're going to have trouble struggling to pay that. So stay away from companies that have debt. So this is what this whole article is about. Um, it's not always about that. Like Deer Company, they don't have that much debt, but their business model, you know, they do a lot of sales in China, and, you know, I'm worried about China. Because, not because of China, because of the political atmosphere between China and the United States, China and Western Europe, because of this COVID problem. Right? It's going to be more scrutiny on any trade deals with China from a lot of different parts of the world. Okay, 888-99 Charter is my number, 888-992-4278. As you have probably noticed, Justin and I are doing our very best to fit as many callers as I can. So let's see if we can squeeze in another one before the break. 888-99 Charter. Hello, my name is Sergio. I'm calling from Sacramento. I have interest in knowing about Transocean and the future of the company. 
I have quite a few shares of this company, and it looks like they will be um, possibly going into bankruptcy. So do I cut my losses and sell all my shares, or is there any light at the end of this tunnel? Thank you. They're going to lose money this year. Next year, they've lost money one, two, three, four. They're going to be losing money six years in a row. There was absolutely no reason to own this company. Uh, er, remember, the only thing that matters is earnings. Well, they haven't. 2010, 2018, 2017, they didn't, they lost six cents a share. And from then on, it just got worse and worse and, and worse. So don't buy companies that don't make money. Don't. Now, the stock is $1.14. The question is, is it going to survive or are they going to file bankruptcy? Right? It's RIG, R-I-G, Transocean. They provide offshore contract drilling for oil and gas wells worldwide. Gee, do you think that we're going to need oil anytime soon? No. So why would anybody be drilling? So why would they hire this company? That's why. So I would be very careful. I'd get out. I'd get out. I, you might hold on a little bit just in case, but I'd, I'd probably get out. I'd get out. Yesterday I talked briefly about gold, uh, the gold standard. Remember gold? Uh, which was based on a monetary system in America. There is also another precious metal out there, the value for centuries, silver. As we go to break, here's my question. The first major discoverer of silver ore in the United States occurred in 1859. What was the strike called? And where was it located? I'll have the answers after the break. But now, I'm taking your market financial questions, 888-99-CHART. At the start of each new day, we are presented with opportunities. The chance to learn better ways of doing things. The prospect for establishing stronger business connections. But as you go about your daily routine, there's one task, one challenge you should not put off. The need to plan for and work toward achieving financial freedom. That point in the future when your money, your assets are working for you while you work only if you want to. Getting from here to there to your idea of financial freedom is possible. However, serious investors eventually recognize that unless they can afford to devote the time and efforts required to thoroughly understand market dynamics, to properly balance, optimize, and maintain their portfolios, Expert guidance will be essential. The moment that spark of reality hits, you will want to consult with Steve Peasley and Justin Klein of KPP Financial in Irvine, California. KPP Financial consultations are unbiased, offered without cost or obligation, and designed to help guide individuals toward their ultimate financial objectives. The next highly beneficial step for your investing future can start when you reach out to Steve or Justin via Skype, a phone call, or a quick message through investtalk.com. You are listening to Invest Talk. It's Wednesday, and there has been some reason for optimism regarding the COVID-19 crisis. However, there is still much uncertainty. So you'll have finance and investment questions, and Steve Peasley is here now taking your calls live. Call InvestTalk, 888-99-CHART. 
Okay, before the break, I asked a trivia question. The first major discovery of silver ore in the United States occurred in 1859. What was the strike called and where was it located? Here's the answer. Because no other metal can do exactly what silver could do for manufacturing of electrical parts, silver is one of the most used industrial commodities in the world. Additionally, throughout history, silver has been used as a monetary metal and continues to be a store of wealth. So what was the name given the first major discovery of silver ore in the United States? The Comstock Lode. I bet you a lot of people heard of it, just didn't know what maybe it was referring to. It's called the Comstock Lode. It was located in the hills of Nevada, northwest of Carson City, in the area that became known as Virginia City. And at the time, in 1859, Nevada was not yet a state. It wasn't a state of the United States. It was part of the Western Utah Territory. So, and the discovery was made public in 1859. It sparked a silver rush of prospectors to Virginia City, to the area. And uh, there was a lot of excitement. And following the California gold rush in 1849, that was 1859 for the silver, 1849. So I bet you a lot of gold prospectors went out to, from California to Colorado. I bet you that happened. Okay, the Comstock Lode silver mines were played out in the 1920s. It was gone. They dug it all up. Virginia still lives today, 2020, as a tourist destination. Many fortunes were made because of the silver mining activities. One prominent individual was an Irish immigrant named John Mackey. Adjusted for inflation, Mackey's net worth from the silver mines alone was about $50 billion. Billion with a B. Kind of interesting stuff. How about a bonus fact? Nevada was to the Union in eighteen sixty-four, so not long after that discovery. I wonder if that boosted the reason for it to become part of the union. I bet you it was. Money talks, everybody. At today's market price, gold is trading around fifty about seventeen hundred dollars an ounce. Silver is priced at fifteen dollars per ounce. So gold is a hundred times more expensive. Yet silver is more coveted, has a lot more uses to it. Interesting, huh? Now, let's keep things moving. Here comes another caller question from 888-99-CHART. Hi, Stephen, Justin. My name is Anasuya. I'm a new investor calling from Fremont, California. I love your show. Thank you for whatever you are doing. So my question is, how do you determine fair value of a stock? Like, what would be the target value to buy for a particular stock. Thank you, and I will listen the answer in the podcast. Thank you. Bye. Okay, that's a very good question and has a, a, a many, many, many answers. Many. So that's the problem. There's so many different kinds of answers. How do you value a stock? I will start you off with this. Stock isn't worth much if it doesn't make money. So it has to first make money. Okay. The overall P.E. ratio of the S&P 500, that's the price of the stock divided by the earnings per share of the stock. That's P.E. ratio. The overall, over a long period of time, is about 15. 15. Okay. So it gives you a base of understanding. Anything below 15, well, that's that's a, a pretty good value. Anything above 15, oh, that's a little expensive. Now, in general terms, that is true, but man, oh, man. General terms is not the way you invest. You have to be a lot more specific than that. For instance, high-growth companies trade at higher, much higher PEs. 
Some companies have no E and they trade at high prices or low prices. You don't know. That's why you have to start somewhere. So I always start with earnings. Okay. Uh, very slow growth companies usually have lower PEs. But you can start with a 15 PE. Now, there's a couple of ways I like to evaluate for a quick and dirty estimate of a value of a company. One is to take the earnings uh, growth rate. If the earnings are growing 20% a year, take 20 times next year's earnings estimates, gives you a target date. And the one I talk about here on the show a lot, take the PE ratio range for the last five years, multiply times next year's earnings per share, the low range and the mid-range and the high range of the last five years, and it'll give you a good idea what that stock is selling for in that range. If it's below the range or at the low of the range, you know it's probably a pretty good value. It's there, And that's those are very simplistic ways to do it. A lot more, more difficult ways to do it. Thanks for the question. Duke University Professor Harvey called the recession 2020 and 2021. He said it was going to come. And what he used was in, he, he studies the inversion of the yield curve, the 10-year and the two-year. Remember inverted last year, middle of last year? Not very long, but it inverted. The two-year treasury was yielding more than the 10-year. And that's why he thought it would be a recession. And of course, I was talking about it then too, but I said, I think it's getting postponed because we started, uh, the Fed started to ease back on the money again, started to do a QE. Remember when we were talking about that? Before the coronavirus came about, they were doing a QE. And I said, oh, that's going to postpone any recession. Of course, it didn't because of coronavirus. But more importantly, what about the recovery? He says the recession is going to be deep but short. He says it's probably going to take the shape of a skinny U, not a V recovery, not a U recovery, but a skinny U, whatever that means. So he thinks it's, kind of, it's not going to be a just get right back to it. It's going to take a little bit longer than that, but it's going to be a steep recovery on the other end. So very interesting. Okay, let's go to Nick and Hayward. He wants to talk about sectors. You you invested in any sectors, Nick? Yes, yes. I was going to ask you, uh, Steve, uh, uh, what would be your first choice, second choice, and third choice for going uh, in the next two or three months from here on, considering all this uh, would be... coronavirus and all that? Okay. It would be gold. Number one, and number two would be uh, probably um, drug companies. Health, you know, the you know not staples of health, health staples. Health and number care, three would care, probably huh? be not health care, more like a you know like a company that does drugs and maybe other staples like a Johnson and Johnson has a you know a drug sector and then a a whole okay. broad range of staples that it sells. And then the third would be food companies. Those would probably be my top three right as we speak. Sectors. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you one more now, thing about I would that? wait for I would wait for gold to pull back. These these three sectors have moved a lot. Wait till they pull back before you jump into them. Did you what did you say oh, now? Okay. You had another question? Okay. Oh Teva. Okay. How do you do you have any recommendation for Teva, the drug company? 
Teva Pharmaceuticals, T-E-V-A is the symbol. Uh, they got beat up really bad uh, because of their old CEO way over invested, bought a lot of companies. This is the world's largest uh, largest uh, generic company, generic drug making company. Uh, I see Warren Buffett bought it last year when it was pretty low, and then it fell further. So, so um, I kind of like it. I, I, it's a ten dollar forty eight cent stock. It's going to make two dollars sixty one cents, and their earnings are probably not in jeopardy. They're probably going to continue to grow. The big danger is is an opioid crisis. That was all the rage before this coronavirus crisis came along. The opioid crisis is still out there, and it might still affect Teva. Appreciate the call, Nick. Thank you. I'm Steve Peasley, and you're listening to Invest Talk. and there, is, there has probably never been a more crucial moment in your lifetime to develop the knowledge and skills to navigate the stock market right now. So I encourage you to subscribe to the KPP Premium Newsletter to help you. I write it every week. Week It comes out every Friday morning. Now, in the newsletter, you get valuable information such as the week's market analysis, unbiased portfolio management guidance, a couple of stock ideas, and you can subscribe anytime at investtalk.com. And now I'm ready to take your questions. 888-99-CHART. Talk is made possible by KPP Financial. Talk hosts Steve Peasley and Justin Klein are the principals of KPP Financial and they are independent financial advisors. This means they place their clients' interests ahead of the firm's. As part of that commitment, KPP Financial practices parallel investing, where Steve and Justin's accounts participate with client investments at equal prices and percentages. You can learn more about Parallel Investing and the other KPP financial programs at investtalk.com. The phone lines are open. Steve and Justin welcome your questions. Call now, 888-99-CHART. Hello, Justin or Steve. My name is Joel, calling from Maine. I love your show. I appreciate all your advice. I was hoping to get into the solar sector and was checking out the company for solar FSLR. Just looking at your advice on that, if it's a good buy at this point, I was just checking the graph. Any advice is appreciated. Uh, again, love your show. I'll be checking for your answer. Thank you. 888-99-CHART is our number for all you other callers out there, but let's talk about First Solar. First Solar FSLR manufacturing sells solar modules for residential commercial markets in the United States, Europe, and in Asia. Now, they're very erratic in their earnings. They've made lots of money in the past. I mean, in 2015, they made $5.37 a share. 2016, the very next year, they lost $4.05. Last year, they made $1.48. This year, they're supposed to make $3.22, and next year, $3.83. I don't think so. I think those numbers are going to be revived downward. So they are a solar panel module maker. First solar, probably one of the biggest with the $4.5 billion dollar market cap. And it's not an expensive stock at four three dollars a share and they're gonna make three dollars and eighty three cents. But their earnings are so erratic and I don't know if that number is right. It could you know my question is how much business is in the United States, how much business is in Asia, and how much in Europe? And where are they manufacturing? Are they manufacturing here in the United States? I mean the company's headquarters is in Tempe, Arizona. But where are they manufacturing? 
because there's going to be big issues with China. So I'm concerned about that. Is all their manufacturing in China? Is it in Mexico? Is it in the United States? Well, what? I would make sure I find those things out. If it's mostly here on the Western Hemisphere and the customers are mostly U.S. and and and, and it's by far, you know, I have to look at those things, then I would give you a thumbs up. But if half their business is out of Asia I, and manufacturers out of Asia, I, I would not buy it. Would not. Okay, uh, the airline sector slumped nearly 5% this week after investor Warren Buffett, you know, he was in big time in in uh, in Delta. He sold all holdings in the industry. With airplanes parked and folks closing, uh, choosing not to fly, the airlines have little or no revenue coming in. And uh, they're, they're bleeding cash, right? They're bleeding huge amounts of cash. I think it's like $10 billion per month. B with a billion, B with a billion, 10 billion, B, boy. And looking ahead to June, airline schedules are still reduced by 80%. So, and even those 20% flights are flying, how many people are actually in them? How about we know the number? How about it's 17 people per flight? And if it's international, it's 29 people. They are going to continue bleeding lots of money. Buffett's comments are are, uh, are thought to have uh, triggered short selling in the big four airlines, American, United, Delta, Southwest. So, you know, but it wasn't, remember Buffett bought right in March, you know, after this pandemic, he bought a lot more Delta only a few weeks ago. Now he sold it all this week or was it last week? I mean, that was fast. Yeah, I think, a, I wonder if he was, you know, somebody else in his company bought that. Anyways, so he's out of it. Okay, I think we can squeeze another question before the break. This is from our number 888-99-CHART. Hello, what do you think about investing in uh, this stock, TMUS, T-Mobile, for a long term? Thank you so much. Bye. Okay, T-Mobile is what? The third, fourth uh, largest uh, uh, telephone company in the United States. Provides unlimited digital wireless broadband voice and data services to subscribers in the United States, U.S. markets. They make money. They're going to make more money. They're scheduled to make more money next year than this year, $5.37. The stock is an $86 stock. So uh, it had a bad day today, down 2.68% today. So the P five dollars and thirty seven cents next year, if that is true, which is a twenty five percent more than this year, let's say let's let's just be conservative. Let's say it's five dollars. Okay, that means that this this stock at five dollars uh, uh, is what sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, something around like that. Return equity is 15%. That's good. Has some debt. Sales are going flat. Uh, I think it's a pretty solid company. No dividend. I, I would much rather see by the other two major telephone companies that pay dividends. I think that's a much safer way to go. And I would go that way. This is Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and we have one goal here to help you achieve financial freedom. And our goal continues as it does every day at this time right after this break. So get your questions in now, 888-99-CHART. 
on the next Invest Talk, how the COVID-19 pandemic could forever change home buying and mortgage lending. That story tomorrow. But now Steve Peasley is here. He will have unbiased answers, but you've got to call with your questions. Call Invest Talk 888-99-CHART. Hey, Steve and Justin. I was calling about a company called Catus. C-A-T-S. It's a telehealth company that provides prebabial health therapy. They have a proprietary software system that tracks mental health. And just wanted to know what you all think about it. Thanks for uh, answering the question. Have a great day. Okay, appreciate the call. Catus Inc. It's C-A-T-S, CATS. Provides data analytics with untreated, untreated behavior health conditions and integrated treatment services. It's a very small company, $393 million, so that means high risk. It made money for, it's going to make money for the first time next year. Never made money before that. So it's finally going to make $0.07 cents a share. It's a $23.53 stock. Sales growth has been over 100% a quarter for the last one, two, three, four quarters. And before that was either the high 80s or where's one quarter with 265%. But it's $11 million a quarter. So it's not a tremendous amount of money. So it's selling pretty, 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 it's a pretty high price stock. I like the fact that sales are growing so fast. That That is really will drive earnings, hopefully. I don't have much information about how much debt they have and what kind of business exactly it is and where their who's their customers, that kind of thing. So this is a kind of small stock that you really have to dig into the the, the, the fundamentals of the company to see if you know they can maintain this. They got up as high as $31 and fell down to 23 so extremely volatile. At the low end in March, they were $9 and something, 50 cents or so a stock. So went from 950 to 31, back to 23. Last year it was selling for around 16 dollars. Very high risk stock. You might be able to pick it up just with if you really really like it. You could buy some here, but just remember you're riding a roller coaster. But don't buy very much. Very, you're taking a huge risk on this one. But I do like the sales growth. That's a good sign. But you got to find out where that's coming from. 888-99 chart. Okay, Pfizer. They're in human trials as of yesterday for a coronavirus uh, cure. Or what did you say cure? No, a vaccine. A vaccine. And it could be ready for emergency use in early September. What about that hydrochloroquine? Hydroxychloroquine, whatever that is. No one's even talking about it. You know, kind of, I wonder why, what's the testing on that? Are they doing trials on that? I don't know. That one is a, is a treatment, though. It's not a uh, vaccine. And just so you know, we have hardly any vaccines for any of these things. Any flu-like, we don't have any vaccines for these. You know, the, you take a flu shot. It's not a vaccine. It prevents a particular strand of flu, and that's it. Well, what they're actually doing is giving you that strand of flu and and building up your antibodies so that you won't get that flu. But they're usually wrong on which flu is coming out this year, which one's going to be big. So, you know, everybody's looking for a cure, and I'm thinking, you know what? They, 
we don't have cure. We don't have cures for the, all the others. We have treatments, but not vaccines. So I'm hoping they're right, you know, because people are, are they've scared everybody half to death. So, and I'm not saying it's not justified, but I'm just saying we've scared our entire population by shutting the whole country down. And so now they want to, they want to know, I don't want to get this. Oh, they want to know. They want the vaccine. We'll see if we'll get one. But I just want to point out that other viruses, we don't have vaccines. The, the, the SARS virus just burned itself out. It just disappeared. Anyways, 888-99-CHART, everybody. Well, we just only have a minute left. You realize that half the people in the United States canceled their vacations this year? Costs cost an average of re, non-refundable money, 850 bucks. Not good. Start your vacations back up. I'm Steve Peasley, and this completes another Investop program. I will return Friday with the highlights from my new KPP Premium Newsletter. Justin will be here tomorrow. In the meantime, please remember that you access, to access our free Investop podcast downloads at iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And remember to review and rate us. I appreciate that. And tell your friends also. And, of course, there's an April Bonus Show podcast. Justin and I have answered, what, we answered like 30 questions, 29 questions in there. Anyways, everybody, have a great night. See you Friday. Because of the nature of the interactive dialogue inherent in the format of this program, it's important for the listener to understand that not all comments made will apply to them specifically. Nothing said shall be taken to be investment advice, or shall statements on this program be considered an offer to buy or sell securities. Such advice is rendered solely on an individual basis, and at times will require that the investor review a prospectus before investing. InvestTalk is a copyrighted program of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial, a registered investment advisor, which retains all rights. For more information regarding KPP's investment advisors, Call 1-800-557-5461. Steve Peasley is President and Justin Klein Chief Executive Officer of Klein Pavlis Peasley Financial. And they thank you for listening and welcome your comments or questions on our 24-hour listening line at 888-99-CHART.